So today we are joined with Katrina and this is a very special interview. It's been a long time in the making. We've been con- we've been messaging for a while, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like and it just hasn't worked out so far, but finally. Mm. And here we are. Um and she's got a very disturbing story. Um and it's a story which doesn't get spoken about in mainstream media apart from mark stern on gb news shout out (laughs) um and i thought it's very important to show the other side because we you know we always hear the same narrative across the board for all ages when it comes to the covid vaccine but we never hear the opposite so today we're going to be talking about the opposite specifically with katrina so i i want to start off by just asking you why what was the situation before you took the vaccine and why did you take the vaccine um so i was i was a really healthy individual um before taking the vaccine i was considered the healthiest of my family i would go on daily runs and i had my own business which i just set up which is just a small beauty salon from well spa from my house and I also was studying at the same time. Um, I've had a great social life. So um, I guess it was it was like really the perfect kind of life because I was managing everything so well. And um, what, sorry, what was the other question? Oh, um, like why did you take the vaccine? It's fine like going into the background of like your life because I think people would definitely be interested. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's that's what I did. And um, I also did lots of art. Um, I'd, I'd like to do, you know, like portraits and stuff. Um, and um, I wanted to go into dress designing as well because I've, I, I actually really wanted to create my own dresses. It's always been a dream since I was young um so that was my life before and then i took the vaccine um and the reason why i took the vaccine was small reasons but it was a few of them so um and none of them were really a good enough reason to take it so um uh the reason why i taken it because a lot of um um my clients well i've had some i've had this one regular client and she was uh you know a consistently high paying client and i didn't want to not have her to come and she mm. was a a covid nurse like a covid vaccine nurse and i was scared that she would you know, like she would find out, maybe she would type in my name or something and she would kind of see if I've been vaccinated or not. And if not, then she would not come to me anymore. So it was kind of like a really stupid reason. Um, and I've also, what I also did was, because I kept he- hearing all, you know, like it's selfish if you don't blah 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 you know you're putting others at risk 
And then what I did was before I went to have it, I Googled, are there any, any side effects um, from the vaccine? Has there any been any adverse reactions? And I couldn't find any. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I can't find it. Um, I don't hear about it anymore. Um, and so I was like, I'll just have it, you know, like, I don't see any reasons for me not having it. So I guess I'm going to have it. And I did. And three days later, I went um, to dinner with a friend. And the the same food that I ate before, I just couldn't digest it properly. It was just really weird. Um, I was in a lot of pain, but that subsided. And more symptoms came a couple days later. I can't really remember what the symptoms were. I think it was nausea. I was feeling a bit sick. And I also had rashes from where I had the vaccine and that spread all around my body. Um, and I then started to lose my memory. So I went uh, for a walk and... I walked at this place that I always run and always walk and I've lived there for a few years so like I know this place very well but I suddenly couldn't remember where I was walking and why I was walking and I looked around me and I was like this is so odd like everything just seems so absurd to me like everything just seems like I just, I just really don't recognize it. I remember feeling like that. I remember me looking around like properly and kind of just completely in shock that, you know, like what is happening right now? Because I, I just didn't, that just didn't make sense to me. That that kind of did scare me, but I brushed it off. I brushed it aside. And had you experienced that ever in your life prior was that just a completely like new experience completely new completely new i've never experienced this before but i brushed it off because you know i i'm not a type of person that would if i have a migraine i would not say oh i have a mi migraine i would just deal with it mm. i would just kind of because i know like things like this are nothing well i didn't know that in my case it would be something but anyway um as nothing like completely sinister um happened then um i just carried on and after um a while i started to remember where i was but that for me was a was quite scary and then um, it was, um, I started to get insomnia and my brain fog became worse. I became extremely tired. Um, and I also had COVID after wow. the vaccine. And the vaccine is supposed to like help protect you from COVID. Um, and then like, so like every month 
I got newer and newer symptoms and they got worse by each month. And now I think I have about, I've had a total of about 70 symptoms so um. far. Um, since, so like 10 year, 10 months, I mean, it's been crazy. Um, my first seizure was in October. What was that like? It, well, I didn't know it was a seizure at that time. Well, I did question it because what I felt was, was I've never experienced it before. I just felt like my right side of my brain just kind of, I don't know, I just felt like it kind of gave up. Obviously, I know that's not true, but I just felt like it went mush and everything around me was just like just became so um blurry and like like it's just it became a bit unreal and i became blank i remember i just like i just became blank like in my head my brain and um i just felt this weird sensation of it and just felt like time was had just like something happened with the time i can't remember exactly but i think it just everything just went super fast like people walking people talking like everything just went super fast and like i just became really like out of it and then um that happened for a half a minute or so and then I um I had a migraine after for a day and a half and that was the worst migraine I've had ever oh. had. Um I was working at that time in a different uh spa and I was living at the hotel at this where the spa was and um I just remember at 3am me picking up the phone and calling reception and crying my eyes out for um, a painkiller because I, I was in so much pain. Damn. Like my eyes were so swollen because I cried so much. It was so painful. Um, and so the reception guy he walked with me to the shop which was a five minute walk and I got paracetamol and I took three paracetamols which kind of helped but I didn't want to take any more because I didn't want to have a a really bad overdose <laughs> yeah and three is already kind of an overdose well, it's more than I, you know, people should take. I think it's like you're supposed to take one, and then like one hour later, you like you can have I think two a day. I think. Really. Yeah. Or maybe that's ibuprofen. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. So um. Yeah, I mean, like I could literally. If you want, I can run with you um, my symptoms, like, per month, what's been going on. Mm. 
Yeah, it'd be great. Because it's quite a story. Like, like that, I guess. I don't know. Like, okay, so um, October, no, sorry, August was when I had another memory loss episode. I was doing some food shopping and I was speaking to somebody and I also, I've had that memory loss situation. I couldn't remember who the person I was speaking to and I've already been speaking to that person for a bit. So it's like, it's just really weird when I, anyway, so like that happened as well and I didn't know my where I was. And then um, I went on holidays. I went on two holidays in August. And um, I missed, so I had a lot of brain fog in August. I I'm, I missed four flights. Damn. And I left my suitcase on the train. It was that bad. It was like that bad. And, like, for me, I'm still trying to, like, make things not, like, serious. Um, I also, in August, <clears throat> I started to have some kidney infections. Well, kidney issues. Um, I started to get cystitis. And what's that? It is, um, um, I guess it's a bit worse than a bladder infection. It's like, I feel like it, I think it's when it reaches the kidneys. It was really bad. It made me um, sick and it's like, it's a really painful experience. Um, And then after August, I couldn't tolerate food anymore. Like the foods I was eating, my, my stomach just couldn't tolerate it anymore so um things like gluten like bread like Mm. any types of gluten i couldn't eat um and things like tomatoes and other stuff i couldn't eat as well um and in september i fell in a depression I got really suddenly depressed like really badly depressed I was like what is this like um I cut all um contact with my friends I deleted Instagram I deleted Facebook I deleted everything and I just didn't I just like I was in here like just under my covers didn't want to speak to anyone for two weeks wow why, it's really depressed. And why why was that? Was that I don't know. I just that it just how ha- I don't know, it just did something to me. And then um it started to get better. It was only not great for two weeks. And then it got better. And then um in September I started to get dizzy. I started to get dizzy when I walk and with my clients. I remember I was working at the Penny Hill Hotel. Um, I think, I don't know where it is, can't remember. Um, I think it's near Ascot. 
utan att vara kräver. And so, um, yeah, so so I started to get dizzy with my clients, and then I had to come from there, and I moved straight to um, one in London, um, and I, yeah, so I had that first seizure on the day that I started there. On like the night when I came, and then I had to work through my migraine, which, as a person who, you know, didn't, I'm like a really weird one. Like I will work through whatever. I will even work. I have ever even worked in the past when, because I've had that bladder infection. Mm. I've had that before, like six years ago. Wow. And I've even worked during a bladder infection. Damn. It's really bad. It's really painful. But like I just work through things. Um so anyway, I just worked through that. And then I had my insomnia was getting worse. And everything I had was getting worse, like my memory. I start to forget my clients who they were. Started mixing clients. Um and my muscles started to twitch and in the reason why I'm remembering this so well now is because I've repeated it so many times like to so many people because I just find this a really interesting how it's just started from I had nothing zero symptoms to having 70 symptoms it's just like it's crazy to me and then um it was november november was when it was you know the november charity thing so i went i wanted to participate for november and um i was before I took the vaccine, as I said, you know, I was running mm. often, a lot. And um, I was like, okay, I'll just go running. But I just found like running, I, I couldn't do. Um, so I did running and walking. And I did a workout for about an hour and a half. And I must have nearly fainted about five times. Um. Yeah, it was hard but i wanted to get those um kilometers in for the you know for the charity so um and like even two hours after the gym i became so so dizzy as well and like that never happened to me before i've done like long i've even ran for like yeah, I've run about an hour and a half before, like running. And this wasn't running and walk. Uh, this wasn't wa running. Yeah, but um, not uh, these doctors. It's more like um, psychologists and um, some GPs do. But I've seen hundreds of doctors now. And um, yeah, it's... It, like a majority of the, it's like the hospital doctors they say it's anxiety 
more than the GP doctors because all they want, they, all they can do is just kind of see where to refer you or yeah. And so, like right now, does your GP acknowledge that it's attributed to the vaccine? Does your GP acknowledge it is? Um, I spoke to the head GP and I've recorded it, and he said that it is something that I can't really remember, but he did acknowledge it because I I remember after the conversation ended, I said to my mum and dad, I'm at least happy because he did acknowledge it. Mm. So that's, but of course they wouldn't write it on paper. They would just tell me over the phone. Wow. And have you had compensation? From the no. Government? No compensation? Nothing. Damn. And have you lost your job because... Um, well, the good thing is about my job is I can, you know, start it when I'm better again. But, yeah, I I can't work because of my situation. Wow. It's horrible. And, and I lost oh. my business, so that's even worse. Was that because of lockdown or through? No, that was because I got sick. Wow. Damn. And so you've had zero support from the government. Um that that is insane. I mean yeah. that's that is the thing that Christopher Trope right now is doing in Parliament, the vaccine damage bill to give yeah. money to people who are vaccine damaged. Um because yeah. right now it's you have to be sixty percent disabled or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Cause I mean I, I would say I'm sixty percent disabled, but I need to have um, some in my paperwork to say it's from the vaccine mm. because a lot of them are like it's anxiety didn't it comes from you know it didn't come from the vaccine and you, like you're going private now right yeah yeah so what's that been like going into the private sector because you so have you tried going through the NHS being making no progress so now you've had to go private? Yeah, it's um I don't want I've had to start to go me to be able to afford it and I'm using that money um just to get better and for my um appointments. Um so it's like okay, but I'm just being really careful with it. I really don't want to spend any of it. Um, it's just like, because this is all I have. This is all I, I got to get better. Wow. So I just really want to make sure I treat it right. And like going into private sector, when you were speaking to cardiologists or other health professionals was there far more recognition of the damage of the vaccine or was it similar to how nhs um like doctors treat people Mm. who are vaccine injured sorry what did you say (laughs) um so like when you went to the private sector for your treatment was there more of an acknowledgement of what you've experienced 
being attributed to the vaccine rather than when you went to sorry i'm so sorry it's <laughs> such a long question sorry i'm um... sorry it's just i find it hard to follow up it's just my mind it's not you i promise <laughs> um like as in like uh so like you know when you went to you're saying when you went to your doctor they treated it as anxiety um yeah and things of that nature when you went to the private doctors yeah did they have the similar approach or was it far more um like did they attribute it to the vaccine or well uh tuesday's my first appointment privately so i'm really excited and what's that going to be uh it's for my heart and my nervous system it's a theology appointment and um like you talked about your like would you say you're right now you're having heart palpitations is that what it's called um uh i mean i think palpitations is when it comes on randomly but i think tachycardia is when it kind of just comes from something and it just keeps Mm -hmm. going um i don't have any now luckily my heart's good but i just feel very um like dissociative Mm. like i just feel like everything's blurry um and i feel like probably tonight i'll have some sort of seizure or maybe i'll get paralyzed if i'm not too careful god and yeah um, (laughs) fucking hell uh and like looking back on um kind of everything what like has your kind of view in health institutions kind of changed because like we were told safe and effective and there was that was it safe and effective there was no talk of myocarditis pericarditis any any adverse reactions all of this um so like looking back on it i guess has this shifted your view of like the health institutions in the uk definitely 100 (laughs) percent. i just like you know even paracetamol now i won't take like, I, like even on my periods, when I'm having a really painful day, like cramps, um, I just try not to take anything anymore because I'm just like, I just can't do it anymore. I can't get myself to take something that, I don't know, I think it's more to do with PTSD from the medical the conventional medicine i think that's what it's done to me so i just feel like i can't go there mm. and like have do you have any friends who have been in the same situation as you um i've had my friend's dad have felt bell's palsy um after the vaccine although he's like he doesn't know he his son doesn't really know if it is from the vaccine but i told him like it just doesn't appear randomly like after the vaccine like it just doesn't make sense um especially when there's like none in his family as well if he's had it um 
and um, my auntie in Iraq, she's in a very similar situation like me. Um, 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 I, don't, I think my mind's gone. Um, but I've met, I've like made friends with loads of like people now and i call them my friends now and like they're all injured wow and how did that how did you meet these people um to be honest i didn't really know anyone who was injured until i decided to put a post on instagram saying i'm injured from the vaccine um i can't stay silent anymore and then um, I put out my post to say it's from the vaccine and I got loads of shares and I got 9,000 likes. Damn. And then I had like 6,000 followers. Wow. And that's how, through these followers, I found that these are not just people who are injured, who are normal that follow me these, these aren't just normal followers these are injured people that follow me and it's crazy to see how many there are it's like thousands it's crazy mm. or they know somebody who's injured and then they follow me because if you know i get better or or when i get better you know i will give advice and then maybe they, that's what i want to do i want to make them better and I found some incredible people out there and I, f I love them now you know I feel like I've, I've made such strong incredible connections with them and I really feel like I have a lot of soul sisters now mm. and it's just incredible um, that I haven't met these people before and it's just it's so nice to have them in my life now even though I've never physically met them Wow. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's quite crazy. And like in your own personal circle, when you told people, you know, I've had this or they saw it, what what were people's reactions? Because to the average person, when you say that, they're kind of, it's, they, the, they got tunnel vision. They can't even comprehend that the vaccine yeah. could do damage. Like what yeah. were people's reactions? Oh, I had so much hate. Really? So I had a lot of people be like, oh my gosh, really? Is this from the vaccine? Even the anti-vaxxers. And, yeah. yeah. And, and um, it's crazy how they didn't question it, though. Like, I don't know. Um, but some some of my friends were like, I pray that no one close to me will um will get injured from the vaccine and, and it's hard for me to see you like this and i saw that message and i was like that's so like it is true it's so shitty like for someone to like see their friend to go through mm. um and um i had a lot of mean comments like you're a con you're a fake fake you know like you're only doing this for money um and then people when i had my when i my face drooped to the side um when i had that stroke like symptoms 
um, people were mimicking that. They were taking a picture of themselves and they're like, oh, look at me. Um, I'm injured from the vaccine, so I'm going to start a GoFundMe. God, it's been really terrible. Mm. I mean, what was that like? Was that a DM? Like DM? No, it's on Twitter. Damn. But I just, honestly, it didn't really... Yes, it got to me, but not too much. Yes, it got me a little bit annoyed, but I wouldn't... Because I knew that if I were to get haters out there, then I knew it was a good thing what I was doing of, um, like, some haters. Then I, I knew it was because my, my story's finally getting out. And did any of your friends or family, like, show hate towards you? <laughs> um, yeah, so some family members did. And um, uh, someone who I... Uh, viewed as a close friend um, just stopped talking to me Wow! didn't even ask me how I was and I sent him a voice message and I never heard back from him all because you like I you got injured up. and yeah. that is insane yeah I mean what, like, what do you feel about that now I mean if I see him again I will not want to talk to him I would not want to be in the same environment, but I'm open for an apology. Um, I don't hate that person. I don't hate him. I'm just disappointed. Damn, <laughs> deep stuff there. Um, like, yeah. uh, I'm just trying to. I had something. Re Sorry, I had some. I had a question. Um, like, I guess right now what is your kind of plan um my plan is to have the cardiology appointments to investigate more about my heart and possibly do an eco cardio cardiogram which is a scan of the heart um and to see if i have had a, a heart attack or if i have any heart um illnesses or diseases mm. just to rule that out and then um if that's ruled out then i'll feel a lot better like at ease i guess um then it's just i know it's just pot syndrome mm. and do you there's been over half a million reports of adverse reactions in the uk alone like single reactions has been like 1.8 total reactions which is absolutely insane in the uk um Whoa. which 1.8 total yeah that's reactions so like for instance your reaction if you have like five reactions that's five like so that counts as like five reactions if you know what i mean there's been there's been right. like i think 495 single reported reactions so like um so pretty much half a million reported uh, adverse reactions to the vaccine in the UK. Um, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, which is which is insane, and there's just no conversation at all about it, and that's that is a disturbing thing. There's no kind of you know look at this, what what's going on here. There's just nothing, and Denmark are stopping yeah. their vaccination program, which I think is really fascinating. Who Denmark? Yeah, Denmark. Yeah. No way. Mm. 
Yeah, it's pretty mad. That's really good. I had mm. no idea. And I guess what the thing is, because of the risk benefit, and there's been a lot of studies coming out recently to do with mRNA technology, like some really top, top scientists from Australia, New Zealand, Denmark, like, um, and right now there's they're trying to pause the vaccine for young people because it's like people like you, right? Fit, young, healthy. If If you got COVID, chances are you would be completely fine. But it's just this messaging of safe and effective for everyone is just so it's it is dangerous and there's just no conversation there's no like voicing of your opinion or any of that and if you do you get shut down it's just it's so so disturbing i think and then you get labeled as selfish Mm. and it's just it's just horrendous because anything else any other thing which happened to someone which wasn't their fault you obviously you never blame the victim um but then with this it's like oh you know it could be this could be that and it's like it is absolutely ridiculous that there's just not that um like conversation which happens um but yeah is like is there anything else you want to say kind of any message any thoughts um I think the people who are listening and who are injured, I know it can be really dark. Like, I I know it can be very depressing. But I honestly, the most important thing is your mental health. It's really, really important to keep that up. It's actually the most important bit because you have nothing else. That's the only thing. And this is only your fight no one else will fight this for you it's only me you know um and it's really also important to remember to get organized and to have all your hospital doctors all the appointments in here um i hope you like me (laughs) yeah nice um and um, make sure that you ask for um, the results for a full uh, for all the blood tests, not just an answer to say if it's normal, because I have been misled and said my results were normal, but actually they were abnormal. And then um, you could also use that against them um, if they say no for any future tests. Um, also I would write all your symptoms down, what you're going through every single day, only if your mental, mental health is good enough to do that. And, um, I would, um, I would request contact pals, P-A-L-S dot com, um, or just research it on Google, uh, pals, and um, get their email address to um, so that's for the hospitals to get your records from the hospitals, and then just email them and they'll re- reply back with a form. You fill it that in, and then you will get your result, your all your hospital appointments within four weeks time. And, um, yeah, just request all your information from your GP and, um, 
just try and be on top of the doctors because they will try and fool you. They will try to say that this is all in your heads. Like they're not dumb people, they're smart and they know what they're doing. And a lot of them have got blood on their hands and that's just sinister, but it's true. Do you think that a doctor who administers the COVID vaccine for young people is um, like guilty? Yes, absolutely. If they know that, um, if, if they know that this is harmful in any way, then yes. What if they believe that the benefits outweigh the harms? What's your response to them? Um, usually they're quite ignorant, to be honest, to the truth. Um, I find them really, really annoying and I, I just think they're just getting in the way constantly um, of just following the science but actually they're just following the media mm. yes yeah, it's, it's fascinating because right now there's a court case in taking the government to court on this literally doctors and scientists are going to court right now um okay. in a f- yeah in a few days uh because they got like gofundme thing to basically put on record <laughs> that there was that doctors and scientists went to government and said can you um like pause the vaccine for kids because there isn't sufficient evidence and the government declined and it'll be written in history that the government ignored them and when we and we're already starting to see the numbers now yeah it's really disturbing it's called doctors politicians say go doctors say no it's on yeah it's i can link it to you after this yeah um yeah thanks for doing this really appreciate it i know it's like a lot of like effort doing this i bet and i'm sure like you feel absolutely shit right now um but yeah okay. thanks for doing this uh thanks everyone who's listening share this with a friend share this with you know someone who um kind of just needs to see the other the other story because most people don't ever see the other story and when they do see the other story um it's often suppressed like instantly so they don't actually see it yeah thanks so much for watching um it's been a great one thank you for coming on and (laughs) and i'll catch you uh next week thursday at six o'clock peace